This is the R3 Podcast. Real people, real issues, real solutions. With your hosts, Craig G, Patrick Lowe, and Perry Lowe. R3 is on now. I want to thank y'all out there for joining us again, wherever you may be. Uh, this is real people, real issues, applying real solutions. R3 for short. Uh, this is a podcast that talks about the issues of the day, and we're talking about it with real people just like us. So there's... Again, we're looking for answers, just real people asking the question. So we invite you to join along in the conversation. You can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Instagram, all that place. Uh, if you like, uh, if you don't catch us, catch the show live, you can weigh in on the comments and we can wrap further about the, com- uh, the topic that we did have. Um, also, if there's issues you'd like to see discussed on the program, you can leave those in the comments and we will look at them and make a judgment and talk with you about it and see if that's something we may do for the show. I'm Perry Lowe, along with Patrick Lowe and Craig G. It's our third edition of the show. We'll be tackling uh, the issue this week of mindset. mindset. Think about that, mindset. Mindset. So uh, how's everybody doing? Great. Doing right. good. Fantastic, fantastic. Good, good. So we'll so, go ahead and get into this thing. Craig, if you want to go ahead and kick us off to it, we'll, uh, we'll take it around. Um, again, we don't have all the issues, I mean all the solutions, but uh, that's what we're working through now. So we're going to get into it with Craig. Go ahead and get started, man. So we, we're tackling the issue of mindset tonight. Of course, it is, it's broad. It's, it's an iceberg. It's pretty huge. And so we're only, we're only going to deal with just a, just a small portion of it. And, but, uh, you know, like I said, we don't have all the answers, but I want to deal with it from the perspective of how our mindset affects us in life. Um, of course, you can have a positive mindset or a negative mindset. And we know that whatever mindset you have will impact you in a positive or negative way. Right. So, for example, if a person has done any time or has, has a background, a criminal background, um, for, for example, they, they, they go to prison, they get out, and they have a felony on their record. They're going out for an interview, and before they go to the interview, the mindset that they have before they go, the prep work that they have, the type of perspective that they have, their outlook, on themselves and on the person that they're going to be interviewing with, the position that they're applying for, will impact the content mm-hmm. of the interview. It will impact what actually takes place in the interview. So, so for example, if a person has a victim mindset, yes. they're going to function like a victim. Yeah. If they have a victor's mindset, they're going to function like a victor. And so it's really important that we monitor how we think. It's really important we monitor how we think, our thought processes, and whatever we're dealing with, wherever we are, whoever we're dealing with, because it does impact our day-to-day lives. It impacts how we respond to people or how we either react to people, Mm -hmm. and we would rather respond than react. And so I just want to start off with that, just looking at the fact that your mindset, your perspective, uh, your, your personal disposition mentally impacts your life and the people around you, particularly your family. And so we just want to encourage a positive mindset, though we realize as people there are areas of our lives, there's areas of my life that I need to work on my mindset in certain areas. For example, for me, finances. You know, I'm real good at doing other things, but finances is one of my weak areas. And so I I need some modeling in that area as it relates to my mindset to go from where I am to another place. Right. And so I just want to start off with that tonight. And and I think that's good. Um, uh, You know, I think mindset is something that, to me, that 
um, can make or break a person, truthfully, yes. uh, in their own personal lives. And, and so I, I just want to go ahead and open it up and just pose a question, because I want to go a little bit further, uh, further back, because before I get to the place of being locked up and, and, and having all these things to happen to me, um, is the family, is the family responsible for shaping our mindsets? Or is society responsible for shaping our mindsets? And, and the reason that's, I say that is deep, because... That's a deep conversation. Because, I mean, it, it, all those variables are in there, you know. Sure. I mean, um, you know, one instance, I knew a young man, uh, a Caucasian fella, and he hung out with, with black guys a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And he got jumped and beat up by a black guy. Now, he don't like black people no more. So that experience... Right. Changed his mindset. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, I think it's all of that. Sure. And, and that's what it, you know, and, and that's why I wanted to kind of look at mindset of the oppressed. Right. That's and, another one. It, and what that means is the world is full of people with an oppressed mindset. But there is an explanation why oppressed people become comfortable in their oppression, causing them to view the world around them from an oppressed mindset. Mm -hmm. It says the jobs of the oppressor is to weaken, restrict, dehumanize, to devalue people in order to instill an oppressive mindset to the point where it becomes normal. For example, take a look at somebody who's been told by their family members or people in the community for years, yeah. for years that a certain group of people yep. have been oppressive to them, mm -hmm. and they stress to you that the same rules apply today. So I'm going to ask the question, do you believe that life is the same as it was, let's say, uh, 50 years ago, 100 years ago? No. I absolutely don't. <laughs> I don't either. You know, I know that'll, that'll probably rub some of the listeners the wrong way, but I mean, it's just, right. you know, it's just a fact of what it is, that things are different. You know, I mean, you can look at it even economically. I mean, we didn't have a lot of things back when I was a kid, but everybody got flat screens. Right. I don't care what you where you, go. you got a flat screen. <laughs> so we doing pretty good. Uh, you know, right. and, and, you know and, definitely and, changed. Right. And just changed. touching a little bit on, 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 on what, what Craig was saying, and I can look at my own experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when I was acting out, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, because I wanted to be against the man, you know, and, and, <laughs> and make a statement. You know, but but me making these statements begin to offend other people because I was in that oppressed mindset. So the great state of Texas stepped in and they told me, yeah. if you can't <laughs> work with your own mind, yep. we'll, we'll do it for you. We'll, we'll help you work. Right. Yes, we're going to put you in a, like a six by nine yep. with a, a whole bunch of other people with some oppressed mindset. <laughs> and then when I came out, I said, man, they picking on me. Right. Like they got up that morning, scrolled through Facebook. Yep. Looking for Patrick. Yeah, pulled out a hat. Yeah. But see, I didn't see the part that I played in inviting people into my life yes. that I had <laughs> something against. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it goes back. I was kind of listening to what Craig said, and then I'm just going to kind of open up. How about the ex-con that has been released from an extended period of incarceration? Do you believe this person is dealing with an oppressed mindset? It depends. Yeah. It depends on the mindset that they have, their perspective when they're locked up or incarcerated. Yeah. You know, um, because many people, they, during that time of incarceration, uh, 
um, they may physically be incarcerated and become very free mentally. <laughs> you know, I've I've had I've known people that right. have written books. Yes, while they were yeah. locked up. And, of course, uh, the there's a guy. There's a guy by the name of of Curtis Wall Street Carroll, and he actually was was committed a burglary murder uh, with with someone else in Cali and could not read, was illiterate, and um, learned to read, taught itself how to read, and eventually learned the stock market. And now there are people that, that, that are going to visit him, uh, stockholders, brokers, people who are uh, high-end investors. Right now, they go to the prison in San Quentin mm -hmm. to visit him. They take his classes. So, so it doesn't matter where you are. You can be free. You can get free. So the thing is, it's not to deny that you may have an issue in your mentality. The thing is to acknowledge that you have mm -hmm. the issue and apply the solution, right? which is what we're all about. You know, not saying we have all the answers, but I want to <clears throat> touch on another thing that you brought out, Brother Patrick and Brother Perry, oh, yeah. as it relates to the family and the impact of the family on a person. And so I, I asked this question, I think, to the, the other day we were, we were at Best Buy, we, you know, we were talking, <laughs> and I said, I said, when did you start eating chicken? Yeah. You know, and your response was, you know, he, I think he said puree. Like, maybe four years old yeah, or whatever. Maybe but, some puree. But then I get, I get asked, well, well, how do you know that? You know what I'm saying? The point is, is that there are certain things that have been passed down to us by our parents yep. and other people, our caregivers, our guardians, uh, not just eating habits, but mindsets. Mm -hmm. And these right. mindsets have, have been passed on to us and have become ours. Right. They have become our mindsets. And a lot of them um, are not healthy. And right. that's, that's the bottom line. Right. And unless we deal with those issues that, that uh, have been passed on to us, those issues that we're dealing in currently, present tense, in 2020, we're, we're not going to get better. Right. So I was talking about my financial illiteracy. I can read very well, but financially... I think I, I'm pretty I'm pretty illiterate, and I'm not boasting in that. I'm saying <laughs> right. I'm acknowledging that because yeah. I need help. Right. I need help in that area. I, I recognize that there are opportunities to invest. There are things that I need to know, and and but but my perspective has been, man, w what do I do? What steps do I take? Right. You know, I need to move from where I am, from from point A to point B to C to D. And beyond. Right. And, and I need help. And this is where that oppressed mindset slows us down. There it is. So, you know, again, how do I break these shackles? Because, you know, I look at how I perceive life and how things that happened to me. And I realized one thing while I was sitting in my bunk in building six. And I had lost. Uh, uh, I couldn't go back to the job that I was once working at because they didn't take nobody with a class B misdemeanor up. So I sat there and I started thinking to myself, what can I do that there's always a need for no matter what the economy looks like? Mm -hmm. And so I sat there and I developed an idea on how to start a cleaning business without not know, without knowing how to start a cleaning business. So then it was like, how do I get in? And how do I start rubbing elbows with the right people who will give me the information? Am I going to be willing to do it? Because I know the oppressed mind, one of the things it does, it alienates an individual. An alienated individual believes that they are somehow different. Mm. Moreover, they feel as if they have been cut loose no longer deemed worthy of love, care, or support. In turn, the alienated 
tend to close themselves off, fearing further pain and rejection. It's mm-hmm. like when I went and applied for that job. Now, look, I went into that job with the mindset that, okay, yeah. somebody's going to hire Patrick. Right. Somebody's going to hire Patrick. Yeah. So when I walked into the facility okay. and started talking to the receptionist because I knew behind the door was my paycheck. Come on. Yeah. And the man who was going to be the one who was going to give me the job, but I had to be screened first. That's right. But on the application, here I go, working with an oppressed mind. I'm already feeling like I got, well, in my case, two strikes against me because of... (laughs) Pretty much you were. Because I'm black. Number one. That's number one. And then I've been incarcerated. That's number two. So there's a part on the application itself, and there's a couple boxes. And there's a question that reads above it. Have you ever been convicted of a crime? (laughs) Starting with felony. And and, and on down. And so, you know, I, I skipped that box. Right. And I stayed on top of the, the receptionist because I felt like I could get in with her and I could explain myself later. But I didn't tell her that. Right. right. <laughs> and so I went out of there feeling real good about myself, but I walked in there feeling oppressed. And so anyway, make a long story short, she called me and said, Patrick, guess what? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you've got a second interview. And I said, all right, you know, and then I'm walking around that cell. Yeah, I, I got this. And I'm like, man, I just hope they didn't look deeper at that application because I knew. Right, right. I knew because mindset. my, but yeah, that, that mindset told me <laughs> if they find out who you really are. Yes. If they find out who you really are, they ain't going to give you no chance. You know, they're going to tell you, get up out of here. <laughs> and so I walk in the next morning. right. right. And, you know, the lady who was all perky the day before had a whole different attitude. You better believe it. <laughs> and she kind of had her head down. And, and then I walked in and I said, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm here for, for my second interview. And she goes, well, well Patrick, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And I said, um, oh, what kind of problem do we have? Now I'm playing stupid. Well, what yeah. kind of problem do we have? She said, well. Dummy it up, huh? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, we looked a little bit further, and come to find out, you got a criminal record. Okay, now I'm at a crossroad right at this moment. Here's my oppressed mindset. Man, she's attacking me. Right, 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 right. So instead of me saying, you know what, ma'am, I understand I do have a criminal history, and what I was trying to do, <laughs> get back there <laughs> and talk to the man who was going to be handling. My check. My check. Right. And from there, we were going to do something different. And then maybe he would have gave me the chance. But no, my oppressed mind said, she's attacking you, Patrick. So I came off sick. I said some things I shouldn't have said. And I had to leave the convention center running. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because security got caught. But what did that stem from? That stemmed from where my oppressed mindset was. And... That just caused me to become more uninspired. Feeling uninspired can be especially difficult for members that come from underprivileged, I mean, the the members of underprivileged minorities from whom opportunity for growth and positive role models within the community may be either lacking or undervalued. Instead of me going to talk to somebody to try to help me to get away from this oppressed mind and the feeling the way I've been feeling. Right. Well, I went and got high. Right. And I fell right back into the same trap 
that I had just left. Why would a person go back into feeling into the same trap and feeling defeated again and fall back into the same trap after making some strives? Why right. would y'all already think? knowing where it's going to lead? Yeah. Why, why, why would y'all think? Well, one of the things I heard in there. Well, go ahead. Know, no, go ahead. Go ahead. One of the things I heard in what you were saying and looking at myself and turning the mirror to me and looking at myself, sometimes we could feel some kind of way about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact of the matter is there is not a person on the planet that doesn't have some weak areas yeah. in their character yep. um, um, as it relates to their perspective of their self. Mm -hmm. You know, my self-perspective. Yes. And a lot of times this feeds into self-talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Self-talk. And yeah. I think you, you shared this story with us before. And on the way to the interview, you know what I'm saying? And I've done this a lot, my own self, on the way to interviews. Um, my self-talk, if it's not positive, when I get to the interview, it's going to be negative. Right. Mm -hmm. When I get there. Because I already talked myself out of it. Yeah. Right. You see? Versus being positive. You know, having a positive perspective of myself and thinking positive and speaking those things that are positive. You know, even if the outcome is not what I want. Right. You know, every time I go forward with that positive perspective, at some point, I'm going to get a break. At some point, I'm going to get a breakthrough. And every person we know in society, when you look at the Wright brothers, how many times they failed yeah. mm -hmm. at trying to fly, eventually they got a breakthrough. Yeah. You know, but just take it like this. If they would have had a negative mindset, a negative perspective, if they would have kept, if they would have, if they would have not kept pressing forward and doing the things that they were doing to, you know, to fly, we would, we would, we probably wouldn't be flying today. You know, I mean, when, when I was a kid, I remember <clears throat> my dad always would uh, uh, take me to uh, the encyclopedias that he paid for. Cause yeah. know, he didn't know. I bought these encyclopedias. Y'all go get off of these and learn right, right. What is, what's happening, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, so he would always talk about the etymology of words. Right. If you can get the root of a word and know what that is, you can say any word. So that means you can talk to anybody, right? right. So, That's you right. know, in That's any good. setting. Right. You know, so that is a mindset that he installed in me. So I was like, okay, I can always get better. I can always learn. Here's what the, um, a, um, a physical psychologist um, at USC talked about. There's two kind of mindsets they talk about. They talk about... Um, a fixed mindset mm -hmm. uh, and a growth mindset. All right. Let's look at that. In a fixed mindset, students believe their basic abilities, their intelligence, their talents are just fixed traits. So oh, that yeah. means you got a ceiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you come in with your mindset, your mindset, okay, this is all I can do. Yeah. And this is all mm -hmm. I'm ever going to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have some people that do it. So that's, right. that's, a, that's a, a fixed mindset. Fixed mindset. You have certain, uh, they have a certain amount, and that's it. They, they, their goals to become... Uh, becomes to look smart right. and never look dumb. So it's almost like a pseudo kind of, <laughs> you know, kind of right. mentality. You know, mentality. You're, you're smart. You know? Right. In growth mindset, students understand that their talents and abilities can be developed through effort, That's right. mm. good teaching, and persistence. Mm. They don't necessarily think that everyone is the same or anyone can be Einstein, but they believe everyone can get smart if they work at it. Work when at we it. were kids, we always went to the library. Yeah. I remember I wanted to learn how to play football. I wanted to learn how to and play football. we would go. I went down to the library and I studied how to read defenses. 
Wow. Right. If I'm going to play it, I want to know about That's it. That's right. So that is the mindset. I think that is the, the antidote, I believe, to getting rid of some of those mindsets, man. Understand, look, we had encyclopedias in 1986 that were from 1976. So we were 10 years off the curve because we hadn't had those encyclopedias in a while. Right, right, right. Kids got these right now. Right. Yeah. You can verify three or four different sources and right. find out and get smarter in one day right. than we would have in five years back right. in the day. Right. So it's the growth mindset, I believe, I, I, I hope, and this is what I implore, and, and y'all please let us know. But I, 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 I hope that is something that we can instill in our kids, a growth mindset. You're going to screw up. Right. There's going to be some faults in there, but... You take that. I coached a little league team, a little, yeah. little league football team. When they lost and they was all mad and stuff after we wiped the tears up and got all the snot up, I said, what'd y'all learn today? That's right. Yeah. If you would have got your block right here, we probably would have made that fourth and one. Yeah. So let's not miss that block again, right? On that play, you know what it is. So you take that and you learn from that's it. Right. And I think that's what the growth mindset is. As opposed to having a static or limited, like, okay, well, this is all I can do. This is all I'm ever going to do. Because that's what they say. Right. Uh, it's all I can do. And I just stay with that. And that's the oppressed mindset. You say it's a fixed mindset. Sure. It's a fixed mindset. It's a fixed mindset and, and why do we think it's fixed? And if I look at it, it, it in my life, it's comfortable. That's it. Very it's comfortable. It, it's comfortable and it's normal. And, and for me to step outside of my comfort zone is frightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid to step outside that comfort zone because then I'm vulnerable. See, there yeah. is the in-the-box perspective. Yes. Go ahead. And then if I'm feeling vulnerable, what do I, a person that has an oppressed mind like me normally do? Well, I'm going to act out. Right. Right. I'm going to act out. I'm going to do whatever I can mm-hmm. to get you off of me, whether it's out of anger, whether it's just out of uh, isolating myself right, or, or, right, or right. in these feelings of powerlessness. You know, I just completely feel powerless that I don't have the power to step out and do something different with my life if I choose to. And that's why I always said, you know, for someone like me, look, I had to pay a high cost for some low living in order to get to another place in life. I had to embrace all of the fear. And I also had to understand no matter how strongly I understood that, a positive perspective is not possible to let go. Uh, uh, it's not possible to let go of a negative perspective that I'm holding on to within a day or two. It took time. That's took it's time. a process. It took time. But, but am I willing to put in the work, like Perry was saying? Yeah. Am I willing to go that extra mile? That's the key. And then when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. those same people that I might feel like I've been oppressed by or been told. That's it. That right. I've been oppressed by. Yeah. Am I going to be able to walk in there and be okay with me when I walk in that place and yeah. talk to these people mm-hmm. that I've been told, baby, don't go mess with them people. See? Yeah. Right. You leave them people mindset. alone. That's a mindset. mindset. Right. <laughs> and then when I'm walking mindset. around and don't have nothing. Yep. EBB. Yeah. Mouth white as snow. <laughs> right, right, I'm walking right. around, ain't got nothing. There you go. A lot of sad singing and slow walking. There's there you a go. highway in Austin, <laughs> Texas <laughs> called Mopac. And I'm walking around in my mouth as long as Mopat, and I'm wondering why have I not done anything in my life when I look back 20 years from where I was? And I why think, haven't I? I think that's that's a part of the um, the the thing we need to focus on too is the growth perspective. Mm-hmm. We're talking about growth, yes. And and a lot of times it is the place of comfort mm-hmm. that keeps us bound. It, it's being in a place where we refuse to grow. 
we refuse to admit, number one, that we have a problem in mindset. Mm -hmm. We have a thought process that may not be positive, that may not be the best thing. You know, that's that's a part of the, the real issue that we deal with is admitting that, admitting that. Because once you can admit that I have an issue in an area, now you can get a solution. Don't right. See, it. but you can't solve a problem you don't admit you even have. Right. That's absolutely true. You cannot true. fix something you don't admit you have. So very, that was a very good PowerPoint that you made. But looking at, but just looking at that, I think that we need to begin to put ourselves in positions to be helped by people. To exactly. Grow. We need to mm -hmm. be around people that are going to foster where we're going or where we want to go. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Versus being in a place of comfortability and familiarity. You know, we're in a place where we're comfortable and we're familiar with it. It's okay. You know, I know what to do in this situation because I've been living in this situation. You were just speaking about that. So right. we need to be in a place where we're challenged uh, to grow and to develop beyond where we've been. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And those mindsets are the mindsets that I believe uh, will, will foster growth and foster healthy families, healthy marriages, healthy relationships, and, uh, and business as well. Yeah. And, you know, I, I look at that and I, I was just kind of looking at some of my paperwork and stuff. And, you know, I, I like to do a little bit of research here and there because, again, I'm not a specialist on any of this. Mm -hmm. and, and I really like hearing what y'all have to say, because, That's look, true. here I am again. Uh, and you'll probably hear this throughout every single podcast that I do because right. I need help to understand because I want to be part of the solution. I mean, I can be part of the problem and I can join some kind of faction and run around and be militant <laughs> and all these crazy things, but with no solution. It's like taking a rock to a gunfight. Unless I'm one heck of a rock thrower, I'm going to get tore up every single time. And the problem is not anybody else doing it. I'm my own worst enemy. That's right. And so right. dealing with a, a delusional mind, I have to also understand since it's been conditioned to subconsciously run, the ingrained beliefs on auto mode, this allows it to be free from resources to tackle other day-to-day -day issues. So in other words, if I don't deal with the oppressed mind, I can function on autopilot. Mm -hmm. But as soon as something jumps out of the woodwork and trips me up a little bit, that negative mindset will jump right back up. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so, I'll be stuck. So what you're saying is that we function in dysfunction. Yes. Many times. Because it's comfortable. it's comfortable. It's comfortable for me to function and dysfunction. So like Perry was saying, there's that ceiling there. That's right. So how do we break through that ceiling? Is it a ceiling of, of wood or metal and concrete and tar or whatever the world they made it from? Or is it just a glass ceiling right. that can be broken? Right. If I so choose to break it, or am I going to be comfortable where I am? And then I wound up at a doctor's. I was talking about, I'm so depressed. Well, you ain't doing nothing. And I think another thing, too, is that, <clears throat> and while we're speaking about mindsets in general, is something we need to think about is discerning other people's mindsets. That's right. Now, if I'm getting into a job, let's say I'm coaching the NFL. Mm -hmm. Very good. I know what the mindset is, you know? Right. I know what I'm dealing with, you know what I mean? So, I mean, you have to also, too, know if that's something that you want to deal with. In that same instance, though, if you go into that particular field, you, you know you're gonna know. get some. You're gonna get some, right? You know, so, so you gotta have some thick skin going through it. So you already know that. So I think you have to, you know, have some de determination of where you're going through 
you know, if, you, if you're trying to get to the door to get a check, well, who's giving you a check? Yeah. What's their mindset about giving you a check? Yeah. Am I here to uh, be a supervisor at this, at this job or, or be a, a franchise manager, whatever it may be? Am I going to get that opportunity with these particular people I'm sitting in here with? What's their mindset? <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? So I think that's interesting that's to, for people when you're out there looking for jobs and doing that kind of stuff so you can avoid the confusion. Right. Of having, right. A, you know, well, they ain't doing this for me. Well, you knew they wasn't going to do this for you anyway because you knew what their mindset was. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so I think that's what we need to look at. And that's one of the answers to that, you know, I think as a solution uh, to get through some of that oppressed mindset that we go through. And well, they didn't give me this. Well, you already knew. Yeah, that's that's fascinating that you would mention that because the other day I was looking at one of the um, the interviews that. Uh, uh, Deontay Wilder mm-hmm. and and Fury had mm-hmm. and and you know they're up and coming back boxing, yeah, yeah uh, a, a boxing match and so one of the things that you you notice consistently with Deontay is that he will not let Fury get in his head. Mm-hmm. Right. In fact, there's a Sonic commercial. If you remember this commercial. The guy has a coach sitting behind him, and he's massaging his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy on the driver's side is saying something. You need, you need him to, to, to eat that, you know, to eat that burger? He's like, man, don't get in my head. There's only enough room for me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so so it's, it's interesting that you would say that because it's fascinating because when we look at certain uh, fields of study or certain mm-hmm. uh, um, areas of, of, of professionalism, work, whatever it may be, whatever institutional system we may be dealing with, um, we already have an idea of what it is, mm-hmm. right. what, what's involved in it and everything. You yeah. see right. what I'm saying? And so we need to approach it with the proper mindset. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yep. Like, like, for example, um, if you're going to the University of Texas to apply to get into the school, you automatically know it's going to be a process yes. right? off the top. It's going to be some Absolutely. long lines for registration. You're yeah. going to have to look at a bulletin. You're going to have to look, have to look <laughs> at a course syllabus. You're going to deal with professors. Right. They're going to be asking you about, well, where you want to be in four years. And what how are you going to line that up ex- to make sure that you get there. Exactly. What's going to be your major? What's going to be your minor? What are you going to be in your electives? You're not going in there thinking that it's going to be an overnight thing. You're absolutely, that's a power Right, and so I look at it like this. When you have a negative belief in your mind and you identify its dysfunction, you're in a position to let it go. But the pace at which you let it go of a negative belief completely depends on how willing you are to disassociate with it. That's good. If you are in a position to compromise, where you go along with the negative perspective now and then, it would just take more time to dissolve it. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if I, there's going to have to become a place in my life where I'm going to have to let my yes be yes and my no be no. That's right. If I'm going to put my foot down and say, look, this is where I'm going, I know I'm going to fight my mind. You, you know, it, it, it just like, say, for instance, someone who has a sticking point, say, like a, a, a stronghold, say, like a, a like an addict, mm-hmm. so, someone, someone who uses drugs. Right. Well, I expect them to come in and sell me wolf tickets. I expect them to come in and, and tell me all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Going. You, know? you know what it is. <laughs> right. If I don't expect that right. and I let right. them blindside me, it's my fault. Right. And so if I wake up the morning on the wrong side of the bed and say, you know what, I'm just going to ball up in fetal position, I'm going to close all the curtains, and oh, my God, I'm going to stay right where I am today. 
whose fault is it after a while? Once I've come to the, uh, uh, to, to, I've been, it's been brought to my attention that I'm operating with a dysfunctional mind. I, I already know. It's like one time I went to a, this neurologist guy and he said, Patrick, I'm going to show you a picture of the brain. I'm thinking, well, what, what's this going to do? So I'm looking at it, you know, and I'm kind of disgruntled because I really didn't want to be in there. And he's showing me a picture of the brain. And he's talking about it lights up and, and he's like touching it. It, it looked like that, that, that game operation, but it was the brain. It was a thalamus, the frontal cortex, all these things. And so I'm looking at it and I said, you know what, can I? And then he goes, Patrick, you know, your brain lights up when you get ready to do something negative. I said, no, that's not true. He goes, well, why not? And I said, I said, my brain is lit up the whole time because I just don't have nothing quite to do yet. Say, for instance, I want me a drink. And I know drinking has been one of my problems. Well, it ain't when I'm going to get the beer. That's just part of the ritual. The, the, my brain lights up when I know the eagle's fixing to fly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking again. you pop the So when he was telling me all that, he said, this is where you store your memory and this and that and blah, blah, blah. So I was checking him out and I said, well, can I, I, I said, can I ask you a question? He goes, yeah. I said, these are my frontal cortexes, right? He goes, yeah. I said, then why am I in the back? He goes, what are you talking about? And I said, man, I don't see stuff like you doing. You like all bubbly and happy. I said, man, going to a football game, you know, on a nice summer day or spring training or whatever it is, or on a winter day, I'm going out there to have fun. I see that as like going to hell <laughs> and going to <laughs> where people are fighting and shooting and running. Cutting on one another. Yeah, cutting one another. That's exciting to me. Why do I think backwards? Yeah. Because of this oppressed mindset. Right, yeah. mindset. Conditioning. I've been, I've been conditioned Condition. to see. Right. Condition. I mean, I listen, you know, so I have to, again, <laughs> I have to feed myself better. Right. If I'm right. feeding myself negativity, right. like going and shooting up the block and all that kind of stuff, that's not helping me along in my oppressed mindset. Now, you know, this, 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 this ties into... Uh, entertainment, yes, and music, yeah. and all of that, and and we're seeing nowadays more and more school shootings, church shootings, you know, all of these types of things now, mm -hmm. and all of that ties into it. Media, you know, media weighs in on that. What what we're feeding ourselves, mm -hmm. and that's why yeah. I was saying earlier, we, as we all have said, we got to feed where we're going. We got to be around people that feed where we're where we're trying to go, yeah. and hopefully, what we're trying to go is not to negative. Right, it's not to destruction, and we're not, of course. And so, how do know. we get away from that? You know, am I willing to? It, it, it's like you know, I like to. You know, sometimes I feel like eating a half a chicken and a loaf of bread, but my health says you can't eat a half a chicken yeah. and a loaf of bread. <laughs> not be sick. You need some vegetables. <laughs> am I willing to eat some green beans, string beans, <laughs> spinach? Right. You know, Popeyes, out the can. Whatever it is, am I am I willing to do something different That's today? That's right. That's right. Am I willing to do something different? So you know, instead of listening to to negative music, look now, I get it. If I come from an oppressed environment and I'm rapping about oppression, right? Being a reporter, yeah, and that's what's making that's but that makes the money. So, but me knowing that that stuff affects me, right? And I might go see some people like I'm okay. I'm the type of cat that if I think about something long enough, I'm probably going to act on it unless I have some type of interference, <laughs> you know. So I've <laughs> I've had to learn how to. Surround myself with people 
that's going to hold me accountable. That's right. Because impulsivity is an issue, too. Just turn on the TV. Yeah, well, it depends on what you want to see. I mean, you know, we, we have the, the idea, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately in our community, where education is looked at as a bad thing. Bad it's thing. a weak thing. Ooh. Right. And that is conditioning 101. Right. Yeah. That keeps you in your mindset because that's what people want you to think. They want you to think that learning is bad. Yeah. Because if you know something, you might be able to do something. That's yeah. Right. And that's what they don't want you doing. So that's that's where the mindset with me, when I learned that, I was like, okay, well, people don't want you to know stuff. I'm going to find out stuff now. Right. Sure. Because, right. I mean, if, if they don't want me to have it for some reason, it must be something in it that, that I can use and that I can, you know, like learn the etymology of a word. I can sure. go in any room and talk to anybody. That's right. Sure. Because I understand what the hell they're saying. Well, if that, it's that comfortability again. It, say, like, if I got some homeboys, which I, which I do. Yeah. You know, I grew up with some people, and they see me step out a little bit. The first thing they mm-hmm. say, oh, what, you think you better than all of us? Yeah, no, that ain't got nothing to do right, with you. Man. Right. You know, I mean, why don't you join me? Why would you want me to sit there on the porch with you and watch time go by? Yeah. And here I am walking around doing the same thing that I was doing 20 years ago. I'm just old. That's exactly right. Yeah, what Muhammad Ali say, if you're 50 and uh, you're doing the same thing as you was 20, Right. You wasted 30 years of your life. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're just doing the same thing, we know, and, and you're not getting any better, and nothing's just going to fall out of the sky. That's right. You know, so there's got to be some, some, some warning there, too. Sure. You know, so that's what, you know, we get into that mindset. With that, and education helps exactly. that. Right. Going to see some place, like our grandmother told us, you know. Exposure. Go you know, see we, the world. We, yeah, we, we, you know, little girls yeah. would come by, and grandma would get worried. You know, she's like, oh, they're chasing these little girls. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to get out of here and go see something. Before. Before, right. you know, you just be here. Yeah. You know, with, with, with a gaggle of kids. And, uh, and not <laughs> right. going anywhere. Go, go see some place. Go do some things. Go experience right. some other people. That's right. And learn more about your environment and this world that you live in. And so I'm going to pose another question for those of you who, who know, you know who you are. If you're out there and you're stuck or you right. feel like you're stuck, are you willing to do something different? Then if so, put it in the comment section. Let's see what we can do. Look, again, I don't have all the answers, but I bet you this. I bet you this. I bet you this. I bet you together we could figure it out. We can figure this thing out together. And that's what I like to do. I like to be part of the solution today instead of part of the problem. You know, for a long time, I didn't even really want to get involved with anything like this. Why? Because of the oppression of the mind. Mm -hmm. Right. That comfortability. Okay, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good enough just to pay my bills, make sure I have me a little bit saved to the side. You know, yeah, I have a rainy day fund. Just to you, get by. Yeah, just just to get by. If things go down, I have enough to kind of keep things going. But 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 what about fulfilling some of the dreams that I want to do? And I know there's a lot of you out there who have passions, dreams, things that you want to accomplish. It's just take American Idol. Uh, uh, for instance, or, or any one of these shows, especially American Idol. I've seen people get up there and sing, don't have no business up there. Yeah. Not one. Can't sing their way out of a paper bag. And look, I'm, I don't want none of y'all American Idol people to come jumping at me and stuff. <laughs> All right, you know, but can't sing. They you know, that. can't sing their way out of a paper bag, but here's here's the deal. They got up they there. They got up there. They got up there. I'd rather try and fail. That's and right. say I That's tried, right. That's right. That's right. did not try at all, right. yeah. and sit back with the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Yeah. How many of y'all out there are still in the shoulda, woulda, coulda mindset? 
That's part of the oppressed mindset. It's time to let it go. Yeah. It's time to change the mindset. It's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to be some pain involved. It's just like working out. That's right. If my muscle has been stuck, at, I remember I was out doing some yard work this past weekend at a friend's house. Man, I, she was out. I, I almost came out with a walker with the two tennis balls. Uh, in the, the tennis ball. Two, uh, yeah, can't even pick it up. Got to slide it. Uh, slide it, it, it yeah, just slide. <laughs> just slide. Roll you out. The well, sometimes that's how my brain is gonna be. Yeah. When I'm stretching it a little. Yeah, it's, it's a been, process. Right. If it's sitting it's in the, the same process. spot, you know, and I start moving forward and start doing something different, the first thing going to come across my mind, am I sick? <laughs> let, me, let me say this. Well, it's just like what we're doing right now. We know that, that this is a process. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we have set out to, our vision is, as real people, we deal with real issues, applying real solutions and it's a process. Yep. It's a day-by-day, week-by-week process. We don't have all the answers. Nope. We know you don't have all the answers, but together, we can, we can figure this out. That's yeah, right. We can, we, can, we can get somebody who that's has right. some solution. And that's, that's one of the number one issues, I think, that we have, just as people in general, is, is getting with other people who are successful in doing something that we want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And getting with them and being becoming a student, learning from them. And you actually know, getting I, that access, I would like to get exposure. I would a, like to a, get some of these people on here. Yeah. And let's sit down and right. talk about formulating some type of plans. It, you know, even if it's just starting out in our own communities and and yeah, right and, and, and yeah, and, and reaching out. So, you know, if y'all are listening, you know, I mean, that's what we're here for, you know. Uh because there's things that you got that I would like to definitely learn about. And, and look, guys, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I understand that tonight what we've been doing is a whole lot of information, and there's a lot to process, but I think we hit enough areas of it that maybe it struck a chord with you yeah. to a place Hopefully. to where you might want right. to send a comment in. Yeah. Or like I heard on, on, on another another show, bang my line, homie. A <laughs> home at bang my line. And because we would like to hear what you have. Yes, right. Absolutely. You know, again, I know I'm here with uh with my brother and my, my, my friend uh Craig and, and and you know, and it's always a pleasure to be able to sit down with some guys who want to um just talk to real people. That's right. Impact you know, change. that that's dealing with real issues. And that's looking for a way to apply some real solutions to their life. Again, I don't know everything. I'm glad I don't. If you ever catch me walking on water, <laughs> run. Because what you're about to see is not going to be real. Yeah. It's going to be something. Flim flam with it. Yeah, it's going yeah, to be some, some kind of game. So hustle with it. <laughs> you know, they told me in humility, they told me in humility we need to always remain teachable. Yeah, that's right. And that's the key Man, to, to the anything. Right if I'm willing to be teachable, if I'm willing to step out on that and, and embrace that fear, and start crossing some lines. And okay, it, I might get rejected here or there, right? 
even if I get rejected here or there, that's part of the growing process. That's right. I ain't going crazy. Oh, God, I don't feel right. Something's happening. Well, <laughs> you just got told. You a, got told no. Yeah, and that's a hard <laughs> word to swallow sometimes. This, this, is, this is another you know? reason why as we, you know, we, we, we come to a close, why we need accountability. Yes. Yeah. And why we need, we need one another, you know. Right. Um, in, in, a, in a day and time where selfies is, is the big deal, you know, and you, you, you go to uh, many of our Facebook pages and you see our face. You, you know, right. you may not be pictures of other people. You know, people just have a plethora of pictures of themselves. Y'all don't, y'all don't get me for that one, but that's Dang. just the truth. <laughs> um, I think self is, is, is one of the big things. We like to talk about ourselves more than anything. Mm -hmm. Sure. But the bottom line is, is that we need to be teachable. We need right. help right. to develop. We need one another to develop. Because right. some areas you're strong in, I may be weak in, and vice versa, you know. Right. And so this is, this is, this is why this is so important. Yeah. That's why this discussion is so important, you know, that we, that we can go to the next place, you know, and not stay where we are, you know. Yeah. So, and so we're also. recruiting accountability <laughs> because that's where we'll get our growth as well uh, because we're, you know, doing something that we think that's, that's relevant. Uh, and we're also doing this because we want to learn and grow along with you. That's right. Well, if y'all think the same, y'all give us a thumbs up. Let us know y'all like it and uh, give some comments in there. And uh, again, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Uh, we uh, took up 45 minutes of y'all's life right now, so we definitely <laughs> appreciate y'all doing that <laughs> with us, okay? We'll see y'all next time. Again, this is Real People, Real Issues, Applying Real Solutions. We'll see y'all next time. Thank you. This has been the R3 Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Reach out to us with your questions, comments, and show ideas. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and give us a like. Thank you for listening to the R3 Podcast.